0: Uh, don is in many ways modern day moses uh you're never never out of the game god always has something up his sleeve to call us into um and and i'm just thankful and encouraged that uh don heard god's voice and he's being used mighty in mighty ways uh, you're never limited because we have a god who is unlimited amen well, that's a sermon. Let's close it in first. That would be nice. I'm going to shrink everything five minutes. And I just want to share um, just a, a sermon that. And if you will be share, having Horizon Worship as well, I'll the first full one. But uh, we're looking at Psalm 1, and as we kick off this new year, what God put on my heart at the beginning of this year is, how shall we live? If some of you have Facebook, you saw posts. Happy New Year, may you have prosperity, blessings, may good things come. And I realized, that's great, but it's more than just chance. It's more than just sitting passively and hoping bad things don't come and good things do come. If you read Psalm 1, it is a preface for the rest of the 149 chapters in Psalm. And the common theme throughout the whole book that Psalm 1 kicks off is, we really have a choice. Do we live with God and the life if we don't live with God? Those that live with God live in a certain way. Those that live without God live in this way. And that's a common thread through all the prayers, songs, poetry, and psalm. And I just want to kind of just condense all this into just a simple idea. The promise of someone is this. Should we choose to live in the light of God and his word? you are likened, a metaphor of a tree. Should we choose to live apart from God and his word and choose my way and my preferences, you are likened to a chaff. Now, does anybody know what a chaff is? What is a chaff? Outer part of wheat, corn husk, but mostly wheat, and then they take the wheat out and they just let the breeze take it. It's just... Literally, I looked up the dictionary, it literally is defined as worthless trash, (laughs) chaff. So the choice is like a fool's choice. Would you rather be a tree rooted deeply by a stream, or would you rather be chaff? And you're like, what is the difference? Well, the person who delights in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his word day and night is like a tree planted by streams of water. Now, the question is, what, why the law of the Lord? Why do we delight in the law of the Lord? Well, the law of the Lord is the sign of authority over our lives. That we delight in God intruding in our lives, giving us his advice, giving us his will. And someone once said, the reason why the problem with good advice is that it changes our plans. <laughs> and God is intervening in our life, but the psalmist is saying if you delight in that and allow God's authority to come into your life and ruin your plans and you allow God to intrude on your life to give his will you are not like chaff you are not blown away you are not just moving but you are a tree rooted deeply and I did a study on trees just to kind of get an idea and and uh, there's you know just if I could look at the compare chaff and tree just go into a little bit more the function of right, and the physical qualities of a tree. The physical qualities of a tree is, it's immobile. Those of you who try to cut down a tree and kill it in your backyard, you know how hard it is? (laughs) Chaff, you just go, and it blows away. There's a physical strength to a tree, and you can't just simply move. Even a small tree, I hurt my back once, trying to like pull this brush. So they're deeply rooted, and their roots go deep, and what do the roots do? It anchors it down, but it also continues to suck up minerals, nutrients, and water. Chaff, it's dead. It just blows away, and it just goes where it doesn't want to go. There's also the function of a tree. What does a tree provide? So a tree provides tons of oxygen. It actually takes our carbon dioxide. It it converts it into oxygen. It prevents erosion. It provides a house for animals and bugs. It prevents, it saves, did you know in America, it saves millions of dollars on electricity bill by keeping your house cool if you're surrounded by trees. What does a chaff do? No benefits. It's almost as if the psalmist is saying, when you would delight in the law of God and meditate on his word day and night, meaning, you choose to study it, you literally meditate in Hebrew, it's repeating it over and over again, so that we know how to live, based on God's word, you are like a tree that is growing strong, but you also bring a blessing to others. So the psalmist is telling us, which road shall you take? Which road? Will you be follow the way of the righteous? Or will you follow the way of the wicked? Verse 6, for the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. He's also telling us, will you choose to hear the opinions of people throughout your whole life? Or would you choose to seek the heart of God and his word? You have a choice. Verse 1 says, blessed is he who does not listen to the counsel of the wicked, who does not sit in the seat of mockers, who does not stand in the way of sinners. We have a choice who do you count on for this new year and the psalmist is saying i'm not sure about you but i want my roots to grow deep i want my roots to be planted where i could thrive where i could bear fruit in season and i could bring a blessing to others so as i wrap it up here's a real big question though if the sermon ended so go out and delight in god's word Isn't that kind of just dry and boring? Because the reality of it is, how how many of us delight in God's word? we love God's word, we like it. But how many of us say, I can't wait to read the Bible? That maybe happened to me the first day I came back from a nice retreat where I'm pumped up. But no one goes out and says, I can't wait to read the Bible. The reality of it is, we don't get excited. So how do you delight in the law of the Lord? How do you you get to a point where you can meditate on it? And here's where I think the Bible brings it all together. There was one person who actually delighted in the will of the Lord. He actually came, and he loved the will of God, and he meditated on God's word day and night. It actually says of this person that in Luke chapter 22, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me, but not my will, yours be done. It says in Hebrews 10, verse 5, well, 5 through 7. Then I I said, here I am. It is written about me in the scroll. I have come to do your will, O God. Jesus was literally delighting to do God's will. And Jesus was literally life and water. But what did he say on the cross when he died? I am thirsty. You know what Jesus did? He literally became chaff. For us. He took our place to be chaffed, dried up, worthless, dead, so that we can have an opportunity to be planted deep in God's spring of life. The delight in God's word doesn't come by your discipline or New Year's resolution. It actually comes from being rooted deeply in the person of Jesus Christ and understanding what he has done for you and for me that gives me delight to know what is on your heart god tell me what i should do with my life you see that's not religion isn't it religion is man's way of trying to please god but what has jesus done he's appealed and pleased god with his sacrifice on the cross we follow god's word as a response of joy that we are already accepted by God through Jesus Christ. So therefore, we delight in it. Practically, as we go home, last week we gave a Bible reading. How awesome would it be if we were people who soaked up God's word daily? We meditated on it. We say, not only what does this mean, but how do I live it? And should you do that, your path is literally known by God. Verse 6. God doesn't watch over your path. He knows your path. He guides your path. The word is yada. He knows where you need to go. So for 2013, here's my challenge to our church. Would you be a tree planted by a stream of water? Stop being chaff, watching Oprah Winfrey and Dr. Phil. Great wisdom. But get the wisdom from the source of all life. God who gives us his word. As Tim Keller once said, what this means is each of us, the Bible becomes our burning bush moment where we know God's heart and we live it out. And you will be like a tree planted by streams of water, bearing fruit and being a blessing to others. Bow your in prayer with me. Lord, thank you for making so clear, Lord God, that you don't simply want religious followers, but you want people alive, thriving, growing, bearing fruit, and being a blessing to others. And too often, God, we trust in opinions of people, opinions of our friends, and God, we totally neglect you. And God, we take the heart, the words of the psalmist in Psalm 1, that, Lord, we want to delight in your word. We want to meditate on it. We want to see these words come alive in my life, in my choices, in my actions. So, God, as we look to you, Jesus, and your amazing love for me and for us, may that love cause us to dive deep into your truths. May 2013 not just be a blessed year of prosperity because we hope for it or wish for it, but because we choose this path that you have called us to walk on the path that you know about, the path that you watch over us in. May we stay rooted in you, Jesus. Amen.